pigs in the parlor. What was at the very beginning of the pigs in the parlor, Penny? Was that you have the authority because you have been purchased by Christ. You have Christ in you. You have, you have the authority of Christ to cast out anything and everything out of your life. And then you have the Holy Ghost, which brings the power to, which is the fire, which is... The anointing. And... I guess I've just spent a lot of time doing like, oh, I have fear, I shouldn't have fear thinking. I shouldn't have fear thinking about feeling, how good the Father is. Feeling condemned about it? Yeah, feeling condemned about it too. Like, that's all you can do in your thinking world. When you're stuck in the brain, which is the demon? Instead of... Hell, Egypt. Opening my mouth and using the authority of Christ in me. In your spirit. And the power of the Holy Ghost to say, Get out of my life. Get out of my heart and mind temple of the Holy Spirit, but you have to have the foundation in your spirit. The grace yeah. of the Lord Jesus is with your spirit. Galatians, Philemon, Philippians all say that exactly. The favor of the Lord be with your spirit, because unless you build upon the foundation of Christ in your spirit, you labor in vain. Even working in the heart realm and the soul realm, apart from Christ in your spirit and your belly, is laboring in vain. You have to build upon the solid rock, which is Christ within your spirit, the grace of the Lord Jesus within your spirit. This is the final frontier for Christian ministry. I have seen a thousand ministries, and they work within the heart realm, and they work within the soul realm, and there's a little bit of breakthrough, but it's not perfect. It's inner court and outer court. It's the heart's inner court, and the soul's outer court. Until you get into the holy place of your spirit, in your belly, you really are laboring in vain. Does the inner court and outer court labor in vain? Oh my God, yes! And that's why they're so angry at us who are holy place Christians that only work in the spirit, because we reveal all their ministries are vanity. If you work within the heart and the mind and don't develop the spirit in the belly, you're not doing anything. Their spirit stays the same size, and they go around, and go around, and just living a human life with like, come Holy Spirit attitude. Yeah, it's funny because you know? like, I never. It's nonsense. It's really bewitchment. I've I've recently been drink, you know, listening to audio Bible and stuff like that, and that's been building up my spirit. And I feel like the like, <laughs> the fruit of that has been healings are manifesting. The fruit of, like, I wasn't really building up my spirit before. I was just like crying out to the Lord and... It was all brain, wasn't it? Yeah, and then now, which I've experienced it before, where, where the words that come out of my mouth actually do something. But, but in, in, this, in the head and in the head realm, it's all you're thinking about breakthrough, you're thinking about breakthrough, and you should have breakthrough. It's a bottomless yeah. pit. And the brain looking, is the bottomless pit. And you're trying to do it with, with your flesh and your efforts instead of saying, be gone this, be gone that, in the authority of Christ Jesus inside of me. And it was funny because like I'm battling with fear here and there, and I'm battling with sickness. And, um, 
But like demon possession. Uh, not last night, but the night before. Everything in the kingdom of hell every day. Um, the bars got let out, and it was just crazy on our street because we have a bar around the corner, and the mu it was crazier than it's ever been. Like they had their subwoofers amped up so that our windows were shaking. Hundreds of people outside. On our. And porch and everything. Yeah, they're too. sitting on our porch, just <laughs> in front of our house, hundreds. <laughs> and I, like, Cops and it's, never it's almost three o'clock now. They're shooting guns up into the air. Yeah. Shooting their guns up into the air. It's almost three o'clock now, and I get up. I'm like, okay, well, frustrated with this, and then all of a sudden I'm like, you we know what? We live in hell. I speak out. Go home. And then I just start saying, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then I get up to my bedroom. This is like five minutes later. I'm like, go home. And I was like, I said it pretty, I said it aggressively, but then I'm just, I was just like, I felt the confidence of Christ in me say it's gonna work. And by the time I laid down, went up the stairs and laid down in my bed, subwoofers were off, everyone was, leaving and I gotta go Our sleep. whole house shaking with subwoofers for yeah. hours. Hours and hours and hours. With total chaos, drinking, partying, smoking crack, shooting guns off for hours. Cops don't come. We live in the ghetto, y'all. There's bullet holes through every room in my house. And it's like we broadcast from the worst neighborhood in the entire state of Minnesota. We're missionaries here. We've been doing this for 12 years. And we're seeing improvements. It is getting better. We had 12 murders within two blocks of our house three summers ago. Uh, within two weeks, 12 people shot to death within two blocks of our house. We live in the midst of total hell on earth. I mean, that's the perfect place to do missions work. You know, the hell holes of the USA. I mean, seriously, if I was in the suburbs, I'd feel like a fake and a phony. Honestly, knowing what I know, coming what I come out of, I could not be a minister of Jesus Christ and live in the suburbs and have a clean conscience. I couldn't. So I'm thankful to live in hell. So I, I don't complain about it, but it is hell. I mean, the, the crack cocaine, uh, people coming up to me when I'm mowing my lawn, just sweating bullets because they're feeding crack so bad, asking to take the lawnmower to push it 15 steps so he gets some money for a crack rock. It's been like that for 10 years. And it's like, the cops finally put a security camera right in front of our house. A Minneapolis police security camera like you see in the parks. We're the only house I know of in the city of Minneapolis that has their own security camera from the Minneapolis Police Department in our front yard because it's so out of control. And I talked to my dad on the phone last night for 15 minutes, and he was like, it's so funny that happens to you. That's exactly how it is for me down here on the beach in Playa Sayuta. There's subwoofers going on for hours, shooting machine guns up into the airs, drinking alcohol, going crazy, smoking meth, doing all the craziest stuff you could ever imagine. And he deals with it continuously down there in Mexico. And it's the exact same thing I deal with every single weekend in front of my house in Minneapolis. North Minneapolis. And I tell you what, I was like, well, why don't they party any other place? They don't party any other place on the Melicon where my dad lives, except directly in front of his house. They don't party any other place on the street in North Minneapolis. There's 125,000 people here, except directly in front of this house where we broadcast. You know why? They're drinking the anointing. They're around the throne of God and drinking the glory. 
That's the only explanation there could be, and I know that's what it is. I've been watching them grow in numbers for years. Perfectly positioned to pour out. They want to drink the air of Zion. They're drinking the Holy Ghost that's coming and pouring out of our bodies. And I've been seeing a dramatic transformation in our neighborhood ever since we moved in. Ten years. Every year, the statistics show it gets better and better and better. Instantly, when we moved in ten years ago, crime rate went down in this neighborhood on paper. Whoa. 40% the day we moved in because we brought the kingdom of heaven in. Angel feathers started falling mid-room directly where this camcorder is. The oh, Lord's yeah. saying, this is, this is what I want you to do. Directly We're not controlled by our brains. We're controlled by our spirit. And when you're spirit-led, you bear fruit that lasts. If you're brain-led, you labor in vain. Yeah. But I tell you the truth, Red Letter Ministries has never been brain-led. It's always been spirit-led. We've never labored in vain. People get offended at spiritual growth. People get offended at the apostolic that deals with pride and the prophetic that deals with lust. And we're just dealing with all the kingdom of hell inside everyone's hearts and minds. And they go astray. But I'm telling you, there's nowhere you can run to in the entire world from the two witnesses of the day of the Lord. The fullness of the two olive trees of the apostolic and the prophetic anointing will consume the entire world. This fire will grow, and it's growing in you as your spirit's energized by the only thing that can grow your human spirit, which is the apostolic and prophetic anointing. No other substance in creation in heaven or earth or under the earth can grow your human spirit except the apostolic and prophetic anointing from Jesus Christ on the white throne. And we have His anointings of the apostolic and the prophetic without measure. He has given us His anointing without measure. That's the new covenant. How your body can be a temple of the Holy Spirit. How you can shine ever brighter to the full dawn of day and the morning star rises in your heart and the morning star is the brightness of the burning of the apostolic and prophetic anointing oil. Morning star rising in my heart. It rises in your heart because your heart begins to drink <laughs> from Christ in your spirit. Christ the apostle. Christ the prophet. There is no substance that develops your spirit. What did Jesus Christ, firstborn from amongst the dead, what did he grow in? Favor and wisdom. He grew in the apostolic and he grew in the prophetic until he was the exact representation of the invisible God at age 33. And that is God's plan for every one of your spirit lives. Yeah. To grow in the apostolic and the prophetic from the day you're born again. But we have such poor Christian leadership that no one demonstrates it, no one walks in it, and so the Christians stay in infancy their whole lives as carnal meatballs trying to be good people by the power of their flesh. Those days are over. Yeah. Toss those grave clothes of self-effort in that bottomless pit of strange fire and Egyptian works into the lake of fire off of every Christian spirit in the world in the name of Jesus Christ. So sick of seeing God's people beat up by demons in their brain when the fullness of deity is in your bellies. There's no reason to be suffering like this, like you people suffer, like you're tormented. The familiar spirits on your shoulders, do's and don'ts, externalism, externalism, Satan stars, beating through your brains and always feeling condemned no matter what you do in the brain realm it's always condemned. sin it's always sin mm -hmm. 
until Christ rises in your spirit and your brain is crucified with Christ and your brain lives in the anointing oil and is submitted to the anointed one in your belly. Spirit-led. Brain-led is the wide path of destruction. Spirit-led is the narrow path to eternal life. And few find it. We are the few that have found it. I tell you the truth. We have found it. We have walked in it. We have obeyed it. We have bared its fruit. We have demonstrated it. We have broadcast it worldwide for years and years and years. And most Christians won't believe. Most Christians say, no, that's not it. That's not God. Most of them. But guess what? It is God. And God will confirm it to you with signs and wonders. God will visit you with angels, with dreams and visions of the Holy Spirit. And every familiar spirit of Egypt that keeps you trapped in the natural dimension. Every lie. Every lie of the kingdom of hell. Every lying spirit. Every deceiving spirit of white magic of Egypt and every black magic spirit of Sodom that tempts with lust will be burned out of the earth and out of all human blood into the lake of fire. It's only a matter of time. I believe it will engulf all the earth in just a few years. That we are on the verge of massive volcano eruption from your human spirits. Because this is the message of the sons of God, the preaching of the sons of God, the full revealing of the new covenant and the perfection of the new covenant of what Jesus Christ actually purchased for us on the cross to become the sons of God. The Bible says He has purchased for us to become the sons of God. For those who believe, He empowers to become the sons of God, to be raised from the dead, to be filled with fresh apostolic and prophetic oil in your whole heart, burning with the brightness of the morning star that we could be the light of the world. There's other lights out there brighter than us. Not really. There's no lights in this world brighter than us. <laughs> we are the brightness of God the Father on earth. We're the city on a hill, heavenly Jerusalem incarnate. We are Zion incarnate. We are the kingdom in, of heaven incarnate. And every disagreement in the brain be crucified with the Holy Spirit. This is the only thing that wars against the truth in your spirit. The spirit of truth that works in your spirit, building you up apostolically and prophetically in the favor and wisdom of God. Amen. So you never have to go to the devil for anything. The devil wants to keep you dependent on the natural dimension. But the apostolic sets you free entirely from Egypt, and the prophetic sets you free entirely from Sodom. So you never need the devil for anything. It's true. You need God for everything. Most Christians are not dependent on God for hardly anything. How many Christians live by faith? I mean, I can't even really think of more than a handful that I know of in the USA that really live by faith. Most Christians have one foot in Babylon and one foot in the kingdom. Unstable, double-minded. They're carnal Christians. Which is why it's, it feels condemning. Within, within every step that they take, they actually feel condemned. Because when you're not, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. But when you're in here and not in Christ Jesus, 
The devil has full access. Satan is condemned. You're tasting of the condemnation God has sentenced upon the fallen angels. When your head is in Egypt, when your head is in the pride of the devil, you're tasting the condemnation of Satan that God has given the fallen angels. Get your head out of the devil and let Christ rise in your spirit and be your headship. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. But if you have any other headship, any other substance in your head, you are condemned. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to hell. It's just you're feeling you're what the feeling fallen angels feel. Yeah. The fallen angels feel terrible all the time. <laughs> and that's why Christians feel crappy all the time because their heads are in the devils. Get your heads out of the devils by Christ rising in your spirit. Yeah. By the apostolic and prophetic anointing oils that we impart into your spirit. I walk in the fullness of it, I tell you the truth. And it is no lie. All the fullness of the two olive trees are here. And we will raise up many sons of God to manifest the great white throne and to burn through all hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. The burning of the great white throne through all hearts is the healing of the nations. What comes from the great white throne? The glory. And what does the glory do? It changes the heart. A heart that's in darkness is now in light. And in the heart change, you have no more sin in your heart. You have no more sin in your blood. Your blood is liquid light and all of the glory of God goes into your blood. And you're healed of every sickness and disease. You're healed of every curse of the fall. You're healed of poverty. You're healed of religion. You're healed of immorality and adultery and covetousness and greed. And all pride comes out of your heart, out of your blood, out of your bloodlines. And your generational curses and all your familiar spirits are erased by the great white throne, the morning star, risen in your hearts by the prophetic word by the living word and by the prophetic oil and by the apostolic word and the apostolic oil. Amen. The word of God, the anointing of God, and the new wine of God. These three things, 1 John says, are in agreement and they overcome all the kingdom of hell worldwide and they overcome all of Satan and his demons and his devils worldwide so that we can be a spotless bride without wrinkle with wedding garments on, which means 100% in the spirit through our hearts and minds, and zero in the brain, zero in the old covenant, 100% in the resurrection and the life. And we will all be temples of the Holy Spirit, temples of the brightness of God the Father on earth. And the greatest of us will be like God the Father and the least like King David. And those that walk in wisdom will shine like the firmament, and those that lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars of the heavens forever. Daniel chapter 12, it is written. Philippians 4.15 says, Come into financial partnership. The Apostle Paul says that the Philippians opened an account. It is written, You opened an account of giving and receiving with my ministry. That's what the Bible says. I tell you the truth, I have witnessed this for years. I am not a greedy person. I live in a shot-up crack house. I wear nice clothes, but it's, it's rags compared to other ministries that have millions that water it down. We'd love to upgrade our facility. We'd love to upgrade everything we're doing. Support this ministry. Come into financial partnership with Red Letter Ministries. 
open up an account with Red Letter Ministries for giving and receiving of the apostolic oil and the prophetic oil and the apostolic word and the prophetic word into your hearts. Ask the Holy Spirit about it and it's totally biblical and then obey and you'll be blessed in your receiving from this apostleship. RedLetterMen.com. Amen.